Are we good on the audio? Audience, do we sound good? <laughs> Take that as yes. Doesn't doesn't have quite the same sound effect coming out of these uh, silos. But uh, here we are, another edition of Garage Beers Podcast. Jim, Nick, Cole, here from the garage. Episode yeah. five already. I know, I can't believe it. Turn them out. How's your trip? Oh, it, it was long. So, uh, well, yeah. So we, you gave me the task of clearly being on social. Yeah. Failed. With that. <laughs> um, we got a couple posts out of you. Yeah. Two. We, <laughs> two very beginning of the weekend. Yeah. True. I, so I do I this. Like thing. here we go. <laughs> All right. What happened? And I do this thing when I go on vacation that like I just disconnect. Like I don't go on social. I don't go on my phone really. Like. Especially when I've got 12 of, like, my old teammates and, like, guys from, like, where I used to live. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't need to be on my phone. So, I got to apologize. Well, that's fine. It's a good like, to have. Yeah. You shouldn't have said, oh, hey, I'll, I'll post. Like, Yeah, I, I, I thought I was going to be able to do it. I thought I was. I was like, you know what? I've got this. But, nonetheless, um, it was first night we get there. Um, they've got this little workout section. Like, of course. In, the, in the back. So, I go that's to it. sweet. And it's outside. And I go to check it out. As soon as I open the door, a bird flies in the house. Ooh. There's a nest right above the door. So we started off with the trip, trying to get this door with this bird to go back outside. Luckily, we finally turned the light on outside, turned the lights off inside, and it flew out towards the light. So that was great. We finally got it outside. That was like 15 minutes of dealing with a bird inside the house. That was all my fault. So I was like, and that was karma because I didn't make, I made one birdie in 36 holes the first day. Well, that is weird how there was a literal bird that you let in. Yeah. And then you couldn't get any birdies. Yes. Um, I thought so, you were good at golf. Yeah, I thought I was too. I lost seven golf balls, shot 80 the first round. Holy shit. Um, I made... The that one means you were scrambling decent. Oh, right? yeah. I made two pars from 150 yards. Got them down from 150 off the drop. Um, scrambling was decent. Putting was either really good or really bad. But I'll tell you what... 36 holes in the sun while drinking a crap load of bush light. It gets you a little bit. And then over yeah. a three-night span, we got 12 hours of sleep. Yeah, that's low. I mean, that, that's... <laughs> what? How does that even... How does that math even add up? So it was like... Crazy part, yeah. it was like six hours the first night. And then it was like three hours night two. And I guess so, 13 hours. And then four hours last night. We were out till three o'clock the last night. Dang. The casino was open, so we Dang. were riding vibes. Um, as a crew, we played uh, Pie Gow, played some Blackjack, Roulette Table was hot as always. Yeah, of course. Man. And then uh, <laughs> Virtual Blackjack got even hotter. That mm. was awesome. Um, so did you, was this weekend free for you? Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That is lucky. If you can ever go on a trip and have it paid for by pure luck that's incredible yeah so that was nice shout out to the caesars that was on <laughs> with indiana thank you for the free trip um but we'll have to do it so beef and i were talking uh on the boat and uh we need to do something like that like we need to go somewhere kind of just get away go well, days we haven't yet but you guys that's did a lot once. of golf well, well, no, no, we don't need to necessarily okay. do that. Just but a like, trip in general. But like a trip to like an Airbnb. Pretty sure we've talked about it about 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> and then no one ever decides to plan it. Correct. And then it just doesn't happen. So okay. who planned it for you guys? Is there a guy that's a very type A? 
Chris Garcia and Alex Poulos are like, yeah, basically we'll do everything. And like, it was so like well planned out. It was literally all I had to do was get my, I had one job the entire trip. Not let the bird in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Make it to Decatur. And then after that, I didn't have to worry about where it was going or how I was going. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's nice. The problem with our group of friends is we just, we don't have that person that's the plan. We do. We kind of do, but he's still not great at it. Nuge? Yeah. Like, I mean, he, 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 I put Nuge in that category, but it's usually, he does it reluctantly because nobody else does it. We're all very, too much the same. Also, I introduced them to, uh, Big Booty on the mm. golf course. And uh, they were loving it. A little bit EDM-ish 19 was for them. Yeah. Uh, we mm. pumped well, it That's up. been the, the common complaint from uh, Stat Boy over there. He thinks it's too easy. So um, <laughs> it was funny, though. There was, like, one of the holes had a little bit of backup on it. And we were in the last group, and this four, some, some older gentleman uh, rolled up behind us, and we got it just blasting around the tee. And we're like, oh, sorry about that. And he goes... Oh, no, no. If it's too loud, we're too old. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. So, that's I mean, good. dude, it was great. We played Heritage Hills, Chariot Run. Um, but, no, it was good to get the band back together, um, some of the old teammates. And anytime you can get out, just stuff like that. Was when were you guys watching the PGA after rounds? Dude, we – honestly, I only – I watched Thursday and Sunday. That's it. I didn't watch Friday or Saturday. We – It was we, like, wild. It was probably one of my favorite ones to watch because of how crazy it was. Like, even the last round, it was like Phil went uh, bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie. Like, he ended up That bunker shot was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Hold out from the bunker. It was it was so fun to when watch. When they flipped the, on the leaderboard after the first hole, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Can we talk for a second? The What was this mass fan, like, swarm? So they did that after Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's becoming a thing now. Dude, but just with the legends. I agree, but dude, Brooks can get over himself. Did you hear his interview? At no, what did he say? So they asked him, be like, oh, what'd you think about it? And he was just like, mm, kind of like, eh. He's like, some of us have bad knees. So I kept getting bumped into, oh. and blah, blah, this. And it was like, yeah, somebody could get hurt. <coughs> it's like, Brooks, dude. <coughs> it was, it was a on your last moment yeah. for the sport. And Phil was like, yeah, it was unnerving, but like just awesome so i saw him take a bunch of deep breaths like you could see he was like just finish it out finish it out come on but also so i wanted to bring this up phil nicholson i personally love him just because you know he seems very charismatic i, I watch his youtube videos and stuff and he just seems like a jolly guy um and he's been around the sport forever he's a legend but i have heard a lot of rumors out there that a lot of the other pga tour players don't like him and that he can be kind of a dick and and I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, you, you're more in the sport than I am. But, like, what do you think? Do you think he's fake for the cameras? No, I mean, he's definitely, like, a good guy. So, uh, it's kind of funny because after – he's just more, like, arrogant a little bit. Yeah, that's so what like, I heard, yeah. And it's funny because, like, before this whole thing, um, Brooks talked about how he was eight years old at the Masters. And, he, mm-hmm. and Phil talked about – Getting like signed yeah. in like from something. After the round, he signed a piece of paper and gave it to Brooks. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. That's he said, hilarious. "Here's my autograph." Uh, it might have been like this. It might have been a scorecard or what oh, he did. Okay. Because obviously they have to sign each other's yeah. moments. But he was yeah. like, "Yeah, here's my autograph." Which I mean, with how much shit talking Brooks does, I was good to give him for him to get it back. Yeah. And get humbled a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
But another one, another experience is when Tiger was on the tee and at every major they like list off like the number of tournaments that you've won or like what tournaments you've won. I think I've seen this clip. And yeah. he like had, they're like reading it off and Phil's with him. He just goes, okay, we get it. <laughs> like before they can. But like, see that, I think it's funny. Oh yeah. It's like everybody laughed. Yeah. I mean, it's how you take it. <clears throat> I right. take his jokes. If you want to take them serious, then like he's not the guy for you. And like, but yeah. I mean, he shoots the shit. He's very confident. Um, anytime that he like he doesn't play golf or like a round of golf or anything under a thousand, if he plays against you, I've heard that he does gamble a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's rich. Oh yeah, and he's good. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. He he was throwing bombs. Did you see that? Yeah, he oh, hit that was at three thirty six, three sixty something. Three sixty? Yeah. yeah. No. But yes, yeah, dude. it was. It was the downwind. Yeah. It was downwind. The, those fairways I were rolling. I don't know if I can hit two balls three hundred and sixty yards. Yeah, I drove. Yeah, I drove. Uh, who who is it that always hits bombs? Deshanson. Yeah. But yeah, dude, he does. He's been working on his distance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. He well. He also the standard driver length is forty five. What they use on tour. He in the like the longest driver that you can use, it was either forty nine or forty eight. So he was either forty seven and a half or he was forty eight and a half. So I think he had like a longer driver than like most people have, but it was barely legal. Oh okay okay. Hmm. So well, uh, whatever it takes, man. No, I That's agree. Awesome. Um, but yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was fun to watch. I'm glad. Um, it was a better performance. The next, the last person to even come close to winning in the fifties was Tom Watson. He won. He. He had to par the last hole at the British, the Open over the seas, and he bogeyed the last and then lost on the fourth. I round. remember watching that. Or I didn't watch it, but I've seen highlights. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I feel like Fred Couples for a while there was always in contention at the Masters. And then until the last round. Yeah, until the weekend. But it was always like, oh, Fred's making a run. Step boy, look up the oldest to win. There is a. There's a guy from like 1860. Yeah, it's literally old time, old, old, old man, old time Tom. Well, look at that. Yeah, and dude, his picture for being 46 looks like he's 86. He, well, that's what it was. If back you would have told me he was a general in the Civil War, I would have believed you. That's people died in like their 40s and 50s all the time. <laughs> yeah, but he that. looked like he was like 86. Right, right. So I don't know. I don't know. And maybe that's the only picture they had of <laughs> that like he made it that long. And you think it was actually a picture or was it a painting? <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom Morris Sr., 18, 1867. Yeah. Yeah. 46 years old. Why? But they were playing like feather balls back then, yeah. right? Probably. And like the whole like, like where you could get stymied, so they didn't mark it back then. So like if somebody was oh. in your line, you had to chip it over on the green. Really? Yeah. Wow, interesting. But uh, yeah, I so we we don't have to get into this too much, and I'll, I'll just mention this briefly, but... We played, uh, Trent and I played 18 holes three days in a row. Yeah. Which is a lot for us. And very up and down. I, dude, I was on fire my second round. I was one under through six on the opening nine at Timberline. And then I ended up shooting 40 front nine, which is still decent. And then absolute, well, kind of a collapse, 46 on the back. Wait, so then, and then where did you get your, so you're one under through six. Is that after the part five? I don't remember, but I bogeyed. I bogeyed out, so I ended up shooting four over. Uh, or I might have doubled. I might have doubled one of those. But then I, I got I think a quad on one of the holes on the back nine. That one that goes straight down over the water. Uh, no, no, no. It was yes, it was actually was that yeah, because yeah, I hit it in the water. That yeah, sucks. I hit it in the like hit it in the woods Didn't in the drive. Yeah, seven. this was the same hole. Yep, mm-hmm. and then um, 
and but the problem was we just ran it like a super slow group in front of us that we ended up taking what almost five hours for that round yeah. so it was like it, it ruined all my, my, my momentum i was like i can't just sit and wait and, and i'm not that good i'm not that good you know what is funny though so we were talking about this and this would be a perfect time for a clip from episode one when we talked about is it worth like paying the 200 dollars? nick did that one weekend for his membership at thunder no i know and we were just talking about that on the way there we we're like Oh man, it's so we were looking up all different memberships. It, it's, and Galena raised its rates. Yeah, to fifty dollars. That's insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was funny. Um, and Beef brought up a good like point. As he's like, he'd only want to be a member somewhere if everybody was a member. I know. I know. But I think it would be uh, Lacoma would be a good option. That's where my vote is. But. Yeah, yeah. If we can figure out the prorated version, if that's, that's they have a summer pass. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. So um, we've got a new segment that we're going to debut this week. Uh, we were talking during one of our rounds of golf this weekend um, about what can we like introduce to, to one, be funny, but two, be different. Um, and uh, in your previous podcast, you guys were into rating uh, buffalo wings. Yeah. And it was all about finding the best wing. Well, mm-hmm. we, we got talking <laughs> and we're kind of putting a spin on that. And this next segment is called Shitty Beer. And you're gonna throw that, okay? okay no. And our uh, our goal here each week, we're gonna drink um, what we. And this isn't just like IPA, just because we don't drink that. Like this is uh, this week is a natural ice, and we're gonna drink these beers. Let you know what we think, so that you don't have to wonder anymore. So, so so just to add on to that, our goal, if just to clarify, is to find the shittiest beer there is. That's just cheap. And we're going to try these beers every episode and kind of create a power rankings of the worst. So the, the worse it is, the better. If that right. makes sense. So I'll put it this way. Natty Ice to get you started. Yeah, natural ice, 5.9%. Uh, it says ice brewed for a smooth taste. So let's... It's 5.9%. Uh, so that honestly pumps it up a little bit in my book. All right, here we go. I kind of want like to wash my mouth off to clear the palate. It's honestly not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it's not terrible. I could drink this. Yeah. Yeah. I would drink this over another light. Oh, yeah. It just has almost no flavor. True. Well, yeah. It's, it's water. It, it tastes very, very... It's, it's as close it's to a water as I've... Natural drink. ice. Like, it's watered down beer for sure. But like 5.9%. It's getting yeah, but, it, but it's like, I'm, I, I, it sounds dumb saying this, but it's like, it's smooth. It is smooth. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not a bite to it. Like, it's, I, w- I would have expected. Yes. It almost is like the... Uh, I mean, keep drinking. I just went for my second sip. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a couple sips now. It's... Man, I, I want to shit on it more than I... No, I agree. I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think once you get to like the middle of the can... You start tasting the can. Mm. These have been sitting in the store for a while. There's mm. a reason. Well, what is the... Uh, what's our date here? There's, there is a little bit of like an aftertaste. A little bit of an aftertaste. Smoky, like, smoky afterbirth. But I'm with you. <laughs> oh, I mean... You would drink this over a Miller Lite? Oh, yeah. I think... I. We'll get there eventually, like but I think Miller Lite might be the worst <laughs> beer on the market. Really? Yeah. Oh, you probably just offended a lot of us. <laughs> I probably did. 
<laughs> but we're not going to get into the I, craft beers. So it's I not a, really our specialty, yeah, yeah. not our scene. We wouldn't be able to give them a fair rating. So, so we're going to stick with domestics and... Uh, oh, we're going to give scores. So basically, ten, so, 10 means absolutely terrible. Or right? 10 means the best. 10 means the <laughs> well, no, best. We want, I think I'm going to get confused if we like invert the scale. So okay. just rate it normally, and then whatever beer ends up with the worst score. Okay. Do we want to establish what like a five is? Like, because we had that. I mean, a 10 is a bush light, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, because when we were rating wings, we had like Buffalo Wild Wings was our standard, like. Right, size. but then you guys also had a classification like. <clears throat> so, yeah. I would oh, go right. somewhere just yeah. to order that wing. I would order that wing if I was already there. And then, like, I wouldn't order that again. True. I think the fire is the cutoff of basically would you drink it? Also, I'm gonna throw like, also I'm gonna throw it in there. Like now seeing this is five point nine, you gotta throw alcohol ranking in there for you. <laughs> and I'm gonna give that a, a bump a little bit. Like five point nine. So yeah. if, it, if it's under a five is if you open a cooler and there's only natural ice in there, would you drink it? Well oh, okay, yeah. So that well, puts it at five. I mean, if I'm at a party and I'm thirsty for ice, put that at a three. I was gonna say no. if it's above a five, you and they have it at a bar, you would order. No, it. that's into the sevens. That's a seven. Okay. I think that's a seven. Yeah. A, a, I think a four would be you open it up, and it's either a bottle of water or a natural <laughs> or like the beer. Are you drinking the water or are you drinking? The so beer? if it's below a four, you're, you're drinking, drinking water. water. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Well, yeah. That means it's really, really fucking bad. No, I agree. So I, I, I think that you got that's got to be I like that's three. Lower. Yeah, I think that's lower. Okay, so then four. If it's below a three, you you would rather drink water. <laughs> yeah, I, drink that beer. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's good though. I think that's okay. good. Standard. That's good standard. So below a three, you'll choose water, water over beer. <laughs> three to five, you wouldn't prefer it. It wouldn't be your first choice. If it's only yep. in the cooler, you drink yeah, it. But yeah. if it, there's others, you take others. And then yeah. five to seven. You might order it. Five to okay. So where do we draw the line here versus no, like, over six? Wait. You would order it. No, no. I think there. Oh, there's one more. Uh, I might classification here. You you order it because it's at a bar, and you when you like go grocery shopping, you buy uh, a oh, case. That's over a seven. Ooh, so yeah. that's why yeah. that's yeah. over a seven at a store. So like Bush Light, I buy when I go grocery shopping. Yeah. Yeah. That well, means like, I like, wouldn't buy a case of this when I go grocery shop. Correct, correct. But if I went to the so the first golf course of that we played at at Heritage Hills didn't have Bush Light, I would maybe go to a, a 16 ounce can of this on the golf course because I was going there to. Step boy, gonna try one. Right. So, <laughs> all right. So rate. All right. Based so on with that, that, all that we'll we'll put out a graphic that outlines our scale. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think he is good. What? What do you? I'm going five point three. I would drink it in a cooler. Honestly, in a lot of it, I know I'm going to keep going back to this, it's starred 5.9 for a reason. Yeah? So I do like, I do like the fact that it's 5.9. I do. That's that's a definitely a redeeming factor. I think that uh, the fact that it doesn't have a taste... I'll put it this way. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to finish it. Interesting. Oh, uh, I'm going to finish it for sure. What's really weird to me, though, and this is actually Ooh, really 135 funny. calories. Okay. I mean, not, not great for my dad. That's pretty high. Yeah. No, it's not. For a 16 ounce beer, one gram of protein, though. <laughs> this has 3.2 grams of protein. Damn. Let's that's go. That's all that corn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you said 
5.3. Well, so, so what's interesting is that I thought Bushlight was relatively tasteless, and then I drink <laughs> that, and I taste way less than that. So you can't see this, but I can Nick has put his natural ice down on the ground. <laughs> Cole and I are still drinking ours. Um, so what's I'm your... giving it a 4.9. 4.9. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a light, it's a lighter beer. It, it's lighter beer. I could drink a lot of these. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's bad, but I would not. I would choose a lot more over it than than that. Like I could. I could drink a lot of these. It's I light. would drink this over Bud Light. Wow. That I don't. I, mean, I don't know that's because I, 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 I don't like the taste of Bud Light. Very hot. I don't know yet. But give me a Budweiser. Ooh. I like Budweiser. All right. So I'm gonna go. You can't do a rookie score, so I'm gonna go 5.1. Okay. So we're all relatively close. Yes. I think we're all surprised. Like I was expecting yes. this to be a Oh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the way so, that you the way that you described finding it, you're like natural ice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. And I've heard horror stories. Like there's hams, that's the horror story. Hams, blats. Uh, uh we'll we'll get some hams blats. Isn't that bad. Uh, we're gonna oh, PR uh Johnny, who was a, a guest here on episode three. His dad, huge PBR fan. Dude, so back in college, um, Wednesday night at one of the bars in town, they had $3 pictures for, it was either like PBR or Natty Ice. And Natty Ice would always just get pounded. And then like, you would know when they started switching over to PBR. <laughs> so like, by the end of the night, like all the pictures had to start being PBR because they would run out of like uh, Natty Ice keg. But there's just like, oh. But nonetheless. Oh, you got it. We're going to have some Milwaukee's Best Ice. Yeah. Like, I, we look if up, you like, got some, if and you're listening, you got some uh, bad beers. Yes, send them on Schlitz. You're at Schlitz. I don't think so. That's not good. No. So, All right. well, the official scores are in, so that sets it, and we'll, we'll keep track. Uh, we have Stat Boy to keep track for us. Average score of a five point one. All right, average score five point one. Um, again, start. again, we do want to reiterate we don't and we don't uh, support binge drinking. This is just a fun <laughs> segment, all right? Let's be responsible. Is that people. your official disclaimer? Yes, official right. disclaimer. We are just doing this for fun. All right, so uh, before we transition into our next segment, I want to give a shout-out to one of our great sponsors, Broussard Racing. Uh, he's got the Garage Beers podcast car all tuned up and ready to go. Let's go. Uh, we're excited to see that thing hit, hit the track and uh, hopefully start racking up some wins. So go ahead and give them a follow at Broussard underscore racing. And uh, with that, I think our next segment is mail call. Uh, so, Nick, uh, you put out something on our story, I think, earlier today. What are some questions that we want people or that people wanted us to answer? Um, one of them uh, was actually from uh, one of our sponsors, uh, asked us how the internet works. Uh, <laughs> we are, like, I'm kind of a tech guy, but I'm not really compared to like people who are actual tech guys so i think my answer to that is just gonna be like there's a switch somewhere and you, you flip it on and i ain't got and it. if it doesn't work you blow into it and then it works bridge mode yeah be in bridge mode. yeah you gotta be in bridge mode for sure <laughs> i mean i think there's a guy out there with a kite right he waits for lightning to get struck and then it channels into your house and no but in all honesty i have no idea and that's like one of the things that like in life they like you sit there and you fathom and like you're like one of those shower moments where you're just like how the heck does this work like to me like charging a phone like i get it like the electrons and stuff like that like are somehow like sent like through but like holy shit yeah, like it's insane how it, it like technology has advanced 
is way beyond me. And you can tell I'm a sports management major instead of like an engineering major. I saw a TikTok the other day about uh, how a candle actually works. And it is way different than you think. It's like, it's way more complicated. Like look it up when you have a free chance. Burning a candle is not as simple as it seems. Like you're not just burning the wick and the the candle doesn't just melt with it. It's way more complicated. It's crazy. I want to know like what kinds of TikTok videos you like (laughs) to get that in your feed. Because I don't get anything like that. That's <laughs> a rabbit hole. Oh, dude, wow. I don't love rabbit holes. So it just feeds me rabbit holes all the time. Um, but what are what were some of the other questions that oh, you yeah. wanted to hear us right, answer? Up. I mean, the internet one is good. Does anyone actually know how it works? Maybe we'll get JLB on the podcast to actually answer that question. Yeah, that's, that's just going to be the only question we ask is, how does the internet work? Uh, we what actually had, I don't know if you guys saw it. That was one. What would my superpower be? Uh, yeah. Out of all the ones that Peter Hutton asked, um, I think that's going to be the one that we're going with. Um, <laughs> well, we talked about this on our other podcast. My superpower. Right, and I think I might change. My, I think teleport. I'd love teleport. Teleporting would be amazing. Because like this weekend, I was having my clothes, my suitcase, and I've been in Louisville or in Elizabeth, Indiana, just like a flick of the wrist. Or right, like, right. Shout the fingers. Yeah. Man. Uh, what I don't know what I even said on the other podcast. I know. I had no idea. So what would it be? Uh man. I uh, superpower. I mean, teleporting is really probably really like good. eat whatever I want and never gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go to the pills. Like uh, you see on Instagram all the time. That like yeah. you eat this pill, you got a woman and money. You eat this, you never gain any weight, and you need whatever you want. Yeah, teleport. I mean, there'd be a lot of people teleport. that would choose that. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like don't get me wrong. Like if someone said, "Hey, you want to go teleport somewhere?" I was like, "Sure," but I think what I said that is why I could have picked that as a superpower. Yeah, sure, I'll teleport. Well, you like so like for me, I don't like the in between time. Like I'd rather just be somewhere. You enjoy like the like riding your bike. Oh yeah. So like yeah, that's that's why it makes sense that like you wouldn't want to teleport. Yeah, I mean, I think I said time travel, which. You know, goes back to episode one for us. Yeah. I think time travel will probably still my answer. If that counts as a superpower. I mean, it would just be so fun to time travel. Talk about rabbit holes, though. You might mindfuck yourself real bad if you're time traveling. Speaking of of mindfuck, Statboy made us watch this movie Saturday Night. What was that called? Tenet. Tenet. And I fell asleep like halfway through. I knew I wasn't going to remember anything. But you want to tell us? For like, those who have seen Inception, it is like ten times more confusing than Inception. Same director, though. So yes, it's which explains a lot. Nolan. It's yeah. why. But literally, you've like, seen it. Yes, of course you've seen it. Job and I went to bed, and I was like, I don't know, am I moving in slow motion and backwards right now? Like <laughs> I was so fucking lost. It was. Insane. I need why? to watch this movie. I I didn't watch it. With yeah, me. I would gladly watch it again because it's. Yeah, well, I think, I think it's like Inception. You have to watch twice. So Here, here's what we're gonna do. I love that kind of stuff. Next episode, we're gonna. You guys are gonna come over at like five or six. We're gonna watch this movie. <laughs> And then we're gonna record an episode right after. No, I don't see. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna no, talk that's perfect. Through. Yeah, yeah. That's book it. Write it down. Stat boy. Is the score good? Like, is it intense music and stuff? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, great music. Love great that. music. Love I that. bet you it's Hans Zimmer. Hans oh, yeah. Zimmer is the best. Look it up. Film true. Yeah, Hans Zimmer is by you far. You got one job over there. Um, 
Yeah. All right, so I'd say and she's looking that up. You, What's you yours? Just, yours is eat and don't gain weight for two power. Like not either like super strength or like no. super well, speed. Could you imagine like Jim just running? No. Like, would it be a superpower to be, have like an unlimited balance in my debit card? Yeah, I guess. I, that, I would take that because then I could just for the luck. So, so have you seen uh, Flash? Amazing. One of the people that like he goes <laughs> against. One of the ladies that he goes against. Like becomes like super lucky, so like everything that she does, she like always is good at. You'd win all the time if you went to play roulette. See, I wouldn't even like if I'm picking a superpower. I don't want to have to do anything other than swipe my debit card and just get more money. Well, you just be lucky and you just get more yeah, money. That's still a lot of work. You don't pick a superpower and then have to still do work. No, but it'd be super fun. Ah, Superman has superpower. No. He does if work. You, if every time you went to the casino and you won. It, after a certain point, it would no longer be fun. Oh, I mean, maybe. And you'd be banned from every casino. Yeah, maybe. So, that was, uh, anything else from alcohol? Uh, I mean, Hutton threw up a bunch of questions. That <laughs> uh, we gotta at least talk about the one, and just, just cause I wanna see what our answers are gonna be. Our, uh, our school cafeteria lunches <laughs> making kids fat. Yes. So, like, they are. They're so, I, I have a good story about this. So, in seventh grade, a lady who lived in my neighborhood was, the, was basically the head lunch lady. And she offered me a job to where I would come into school, like, an hour early. And I was basically, like, the, the bar back for all the lunch ladies like i would make the runs to the freezer bring them up what they need help prep for the day and then the trade-off instead of paying me i got to eat whatever i want what which was that's to a me hell of a yeah deal. right Dude, so popsicles the ice creams that they had well see that's what you <laughs> did stat boy and i uh we opted every day i would have at least a slice of pizza a chicken oh, sandwich, No, it was it was the big, oh. the big fucking pie pieces. Dude, the rectangle And I shit you not, yeah. the ultimate fat kid insult, but th- like halfway through the year, she brought me over to the side and said, listen, like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you got a limit while you're taking it at lunch. Oh. I was probably eating like $20 worth of food every day. Oh. And you say that because like <laughs> when I was in junior high, like art, like the side of the things was uh, we had recess paired all the way through eighth grade with lunch. So it was basically sure yeah, everyone so, yeah. does that. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Which lunch? is a terrible no, idea. Like, you no, go and eat. Really? Some don't. Wait, what do you mean? You never. Wait, well, so when all was your recess? Race. So like most time. of it, most of it in junior high, you in don't the have morning? What? We'd have, yeah, morning recess. That is, wait, I didn't realize that's a thing. thing. I thought everyone, you ate lunch and then you went to recess. That's how we did it. Oh, no, so did you guys have it where, like, you guys left everybody at the same time and went from lunch to recess? Or was like, as soon as you're done with, see, ours was as soon as you were done with lunch. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's how it was for us. So I scarfed down my food. My parents got a phone call saying, like, hey, like, I don't know if you want to talk to Cole, but, like, it doesn't seem like he's eating very much lunch. And oh, like wow. at like lunchtime, he's just like she goes. My mom like turns and goes, "Do you still have recess Paris lunch?" And they go, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah." Then he's not gonna eat lunch. Like, was this at a time in your life when you were like sixteen pounds? Uh, so like <laughs> I went through a phase. So like it was I did like gymnastics and like uh, soccer. And I was like super skinny, and then like I actually ballooned up in like 
sixth, seventh, and eighth grade because I stopped playing. Some Ballooned up is a relative term here for cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you've seen some of these pictures. He was look at this picture. Chubby. But uh, but then and so yeah, they, she's like yeah, um, you do like you can still have that. He's just gonna scarf down whatever he likes. He's not gonna touch his fruits or veggies probably. He's gonna grab the pizza and yeah. head outside. I will say I did see one of my friends go from really skinny to fat in one year. And because I would see him leave the lunch line every day with a packet of donuts, <laughs> Bosco sticks, like Damn. just the worst possible lunch. Bosco the most sticks. delicious lunch, but the most the least nutrition lunch of all time. Now this kid was also hilarious. One of the funniest kids I've ever met because what he would do is he would get grapes and he wouldn't eat the grapes. He'd peel them, then slice them up <laughs> into discs and fling them across the cafeteria <laughs> because they were invisible to see in the air. <laughs> and like, they would just come out of nowhere and nail people and be like, what the fuck was that? Oh, that was absolutely genius when you're in oh, sixth grade. Um, All right, so uh, I think we got another sponsor shout out, uh, JOB Technologies. Uh, if you don't use JOB Technologies, then no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> seriously, the old guy, uh, guy busts his ass. I'm one of the hardest working guys I know. Um, you know, still, still grinding. That's, that's where he's at right now. He's on a call. Oh, Cole, that <laughs> yeah. you weren't lying. Yeah. Wound wow. up for sure. Well, um, but, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're in the, the tri-state area listening to us and you, uh, you want an expert to take a look at your home security, home internet, whatever technology related thing, go ahead and, and uh, follow him at JLB technologies. Um, that guy definitely knows his shit and one of the best in the biz. So. With that, uh, our next segment is Stat Boy Supper Clubs. Supper Clubs. Yeah. So a little intro. There's a supper club in town that we like to go to called Morocco. Oh. And uh, it's it's an interesting setup. You know, it's usually the, the demographic is a little bit older, but we always like going there I just think because all the vibes. supper clubs are older. Well, right. Timmermans, so, right? I've never been. Oh, Timmerman's a supper club too, yeah. yeah. That's a little bit different. Um, it's really called Timmerman's Supper Club. No, I know, but I'm saying like, when we went to this other supper club in Wisconsin, we walked in and it was like, almost identical feel and look to uh, Morocco. And I'm like, we're like, are all supper clubs the same? Uh, they all, I mean, they all have the I don't want to say if they're all the same, but they do have a consistent feel. Yeah. What did, what did John say? It was like, he walked into the basement of his, his grandma's house. Yeah. yeah. There was carpet on the walls. Um, it was just a very, it was a very interesting, unique vibe that, that I don't know if I've ever been to supper clubs outside of these three states, Minnesota, Iowa, Well, Wisconsin. they're really big in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like supper it, clubs? It, yes. So what's the point of, like, why is it not just a restaurant? What's the, what's the difference? Right. That's kind of what we're talking about. about. It's like, what does that boy, is there a definition? So I don't know if it's part of the definition, but from everyone I've ever talked to, like dining at a supper club is different than a restaurant because when you first arrive, you're not supposed to go right to your table. Like Uh, you're supposed to go and sit at the bar. You have one or two cocktails. You order your meal at the bar. And then basically like five minutes before your food's ready to come out, they bring you to your table. You eat your food have another cocktail or two with your meal, and then you go back to the bar, have another drink or two, and then you leave. Why is it so popular for the older folk? So I think they used to they used to be considered high class. I think they've kind of lost that, that trend. Mm. Um, but they're all independently owned. 
Um, yep. And most of the time are in rural locations. They're only open for supper, and they have a very limited menu. Oh, so that's where the supper. Yeah. Then, so like the Morocco, gotcha. they don't open until four o'clock every day. I didn't even realize oh. that. So yeah, there's no waste. And they're not open on Sundays. They're, so, con- they're considered destination restaurants. You you don't really go for a quick bite and leave. It's more of you a, go there knowing I'm going to spend three hours here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is making a lot of sense. Now, which is why it, it matches with the older yeah, yeah. older generation. Could you look up and see if they're on the rise or the decline? Gotta be on the decline. I would think it's kind of an older <laughs> fad with but that, but like it might not COVID be. probably big hit. But Ooh, then true. Also, true. I bet you they're on the decline, profit wise, maybe right. I see, don't know though. It's I, such a I, niche market. But think niche about it. Market. If you're spending three hours. Your combined bill between drinks and food for two people easily is going to be 150 bucks. I bet you they kill it on a good fish fry. Yes. What I'm thinking is like I could see an older couple like going there three times a week. You know, it's like a loyal that, And they might be better during COVID because they know the people that are going to be in there consistently. Yeah. Uh There are probably a lot of people that return. A lot of people have probably their same table. Exactly. That's the big thing. They have their same table. They, They go like... Fridays, we're going at 5.15. We'll be home by 8.15 in bed and sleeping by 9.00. Right. Yeah. Um, what, what, I, what I'm seeing on, on the internet is that um, what's really keeping supper clubs open today is their unique identity, carpet on the walls. <laughs> um, but they um, maintain like kind of like consistent menu, um, but they listen to their customers. They, they're very uh, loyal yeah, and faithful yeah. to the customers yep. that go there every week. Multiple times a week. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there's not really any glitz or glamour to them, but like, I enjoy going to the Morocco because I know I'm going to know the bartender. And, you know, I've also been going there since 2010, so 11 years, right? But like, I'm going to know the bartender. They're going to, they're, they greet me by name that, when I walk and in. And that's the one thing that's nice is that, like, yeah. you can see is that at restaurants that you go to, unless like you're a Super, super, like regular, regular. Yeah, one you're never probably gonna see the owner, right? You go to a, like a supper club, you're gonna know the owner. You're gonna know a lot of the waiters. And well, you guys realize when we go to the Morocco, the owner is the one serving us drinks. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Tim, yeah, Tim Hire. Yeah, you said something about he, that. He, you know, so his parents ran the restaurant for for a number of years, um, and Tim, I think in the last two or three years, um, has has bought it out. Tim, uh, you know, is uh, didn't uh, he grew up in Dubuque? Um, he's a Loris grad, um, and it's one hundred percent like the family business. Right. Like, you know, they all know. Like, you know, there's people outside the family that work there, but push comes to shove, like Tim's mom is is the head chef um, for the supper club. Gary, who was his dad, was the bartender for a number of years. So, like, being here in Dubuque, we've got. We got Calamus's down in St. Donatus. We got Timmermans over in East Dubuque. We got the Three Mile House um, over in Hazel, Hazel Green. Green. Um, and then we went to call in on Saturday. Is that Hazel, Hazel Green. Green as well? So I think that's going to be a thing. Whether or not we like talk about it a ton on the podcast, I think that'll be something that this uh, that our kind of group of friends you know tries and, and branches out. And, and I, is the old fashioned, is that a staple of all supper clubs or is that just like old fashioned? Because if I'm being honest, the old fashions we had at call in on Saturday were not, were not that great. One, they didn't have enough booze. 
and two, they were they were being overfilled. So like they'd come to us and they would be spilling yarns. Like I've had old fashions at a number of places. I am one hundred percent dead ass. The Morocco makes the best old fashioned. I've ever so had. not necessarily a staple, but the brandy old fashioned is basically a staple and created by Wisconsin supper clubs. No okay. way, really. Yeah, brandy. So I've never had a brandy old fashioned. I will. I will have to branch out. They're super sweet. What? Super sweet. Okay. Also, I don't know why this randomly popped in my head. Oh boy. Look at this. No, I have one of the most strict tannines. <laughs> just a pink, just straight. Yeah? Yeah. So how about this? Oh, it's gone. Oh, There's no bruise. What? But I do have like a weird bulge inside. Oh, yeah. Is it like... It feels like, like a sack. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 that happens. So don't squeeze that. You'd be fine. It'll break it off. Yeah, you can, you can squeeze it. I'm, I'm just going to leave it alone. I don't want to die. Uh, but anyway, so that's, that's Supper Clubs um, overall. Funniest thing of the night, though, we uh, we go to pay our bills. Uh, and, yeah. and our waitress brings everyone their ticket. And it, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you're not going to go to a Supper Club and have a $20 bill. Like, right. your meals are are at least $18. You're, you're going to have three, four drinks. So, like, just going into it, like, your own ticket at least going to be 30 bucks, right? So she brings us our bills. And, like, mine was 50 Yours was 30, 30. Trent's was 30 And then John's, I think, was 40 And uh, we all give her our cards. <laughs> she goes and runs them. And then she brings us our cards back. And then they receive the sign. <laughs> And I look at my bill, and all of a sudden it says like thirty dollars and sixty cents. And Nick, Nick, you got your own. Yeah, I got. I was fine. Trent ended up with John's, so Trent went from having a thirty dollar bill to a forty dollar bill. John went from a forty dollar bill to a fifty dollar bill, and I went from a fifty dollar bill to a thirty dollar bill. So I really lucked out uh, out of the entire group. And on top of the fact that John also. Bought the first round at the bar. Uh, so really, he oh, did yeah. get the shaft yeah. uh, out of all of us that night. But well, uh, We've been giving him shout-outs on the podcast. So makes yeah, and, and he's always working, so business must be good. But, true, true. Well, also, where where did we do credit card roulette? I swear we did that we did a few that. times. We, no, we always went to Wicked Dame. Every time oh, we yeah, went to Wicked Dame. Yeah, Wicked Dame. That's Which we can't go to anymore. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> we can go. That's fine. Um, um, but yeah, no, because we did that for a while last year. So I played with uh, credit card roulette on a bachelor party once Oof. and there was like 14 of us Oof. and whose card got pulled. No, that was like a $250 bill oh. that I was not expecting. So what we, but did, the what nice we, thing we is differently on, though, on. Well, I was just saying like, that was on Friday of the weekend. Yeah. I didn't pay for a meal the rest of the weekend. Okay. So they so, were nice about it. Yeah. We did it differently. We always did rounds. Who had to pay True. for the rounds. And then it was like, True. there would always be like one person that lucked out that didn't have to pay for a round. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah I mean, we really did nice. that when we went down to New Orleans. <laughs> oh, and it was just God. like automatic. Like, we did, like, no one even like had to say, hey, who's got the next one? It's just, it was a constant rotation, which yeah. I don't know, like, if we had necessarily planned on doing that, but it just worked out. Speaking but, of which, Eight, the, the first round I bought was eight. I think it was eight White Claws, and it was $100. <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which <laughs> we need to take garage beers down to Normans. <gasps> that would be wild. All right, road trip. We're going to record an episode in the Suburban on the way down. <laughs> and, and on the way back. And on the way back, <laughs> we'll, do, uh, we'll meet Guy Sr. 
and Dex Senior. Oh boy, I'll meet you guys down there. I'll fly. You're flying. That was the worst fucking fourteen hour car. Oh, ride it wasn't that bad. I was gonna die. I thought I was. Trent dying. did look like death in the back of that. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know what's in the streets in New Orleans? COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I got COVID. Well, I got sick right after that. Yeah. So you got yeah. COVID twice then? I think so. I was good. Wow. <laughs> all right. What's our last segment here? That's it. That was all we had. Yeah. Well, we're at fifty minutes, I think. Yeah, forty-five. Oh. Forty-five. All right. We probably ended here. Well, this, this is not really <laughs> the way to end it, but. Uh, Conspiracy theory. You want to talk about lizard people? Fine. Cole's been bugging us to talk about lizard people. <laughs> Go ahead. So basically, um, the biggest thing that like comes from it. There's also good conspiracy like theories on Netflix. Look it up. Um, but lizard people. So basically, um, aliens when they're like living amongst us, like in a, a certain body, there's certain people. Um, a lot of it are like people in the government that think that there's a lot of lizard people uh, in our government, and that's kind of like running the United States. Um, <laughs> so I, honestly, you, he does, he's not making this up. I've heard this before, but it is not so, something I've also. I mean, I don't know if I want to get into this. I know we're taking politics out of it, but so one of the biggest one takes right now is Joe Biden is lizard people. Really? Because if you take a look back at him when he was like forty some, he had a detached earlobe. And now his earlobe is clearly <laughs> ta- like attached. Interesting. If only yeah. there was like a thing like plastic surgery to like. I mean, who's gonna detach, attach their earlobes? Yeah, what a random plastic. Maybe he's surgery. sensitive about his big floppy earlobes. <laughs> no, I mean, I, maybe, maybe, but like, so has anyone asked him about it? <laughs> okay, yeah, it's probably blanks because he's an, an alien. You know, lizard people. <laughs> Is he an alien or is he a lizard? Well, people? I don't know if like are lizards. What's the difference? He's an alien. I don't. I don't know. Are all lizard people aliens? But not all aliens are lizard people. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's it. Yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> no, I mean I have heard that theory before. Have you? Do you think you've ever seen a lizard person in the flesh? Sure. Cool. I don't know, but like, <laughs> I'm sure that like I've run into a lot of people. I'm sure I've seen one, but I don't know. Like, okay, let's let's transition this away from lizard people. The the theory that like, what is it in your lifetime? Oh, this is you will pass like, what was it a uh, was it a serial killer or like a mass murderer like thirty times? Have you ever heard this? What? I yeah, have, I've heard something like that. I thought you were going with something else, but. Yeah. What did you think I was going Well, for? so there's also a conspiracy theory out there that there's only like 10,000 people in the world and that you only like will ever know that many people or see that many people and that everything else is just not real. Isn't that insane? Like that's out there and I'm probably butchering it, but I that's the premise. We need next when we talk about we need to do simulation talk. Yeah, okay. we, we could. We could. Yeah. Well, I think the next episode is going to be dominated by... And, and that might talk about simulation. We can be yeah. able to tackle into that. Wait, what's the next episode dominated by? We're going to talk about Tenet. Tenet. The, the average, the oh, average right. person walks past a murder 36 times in their life. That was it. Holy. Murder. Yeah. Murder. But, dude, uh, that's tough. Well, what kind of murder, though? Manslaughter? Does that count as murder? Well, like, think of it this way. Like, yeah. 10, how many times have you murders? Because technically, like, car crashes as, are murders. Well, yeah, so technically, like, I don't think that's what it's talking about. It is. It might. It might statistically because that's manslaughter. But manslaughter yeah, like Bayheim, the well, culture Syracuse, he killed somebody in a car crash. Right, that's manslaughter. That's not murder. Well, I guess you're right. right. According to okay. the law, you're right. There's three degree murders. So, 
But like, think about it. Okay, you go to O'Hare. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, right, right. there's pretty decent odds you're walking by right, but somebody. That's what saying. Right. But the thing is, you don't know who. Right, but that is. Yeah, kind of I'm not gonna fly right. anymore. That's kind of mind. Okay. <laughs> Man, there's some there's some good ones like Are that. you looking to see if what I got I got a good conspiracy. The average murderer only kills one person. What an interesting <laughs> <laughs> Why does that all I got never Well because one. a lot of people aren't murdering just to murder. No, it, that can't people. be right. Okay, so like let's say you have a hundred people that all murder one person, and then you have like ten people that murder five. The average is not going to be one. No, but it would be like but one. It's gonna be above like, no, one. It'll be one point like that's more than one person but but the numbers are way greater than that though so I think Beef's right it's probably 99% of murders are just one and then there's a few dude I feel like serial killing is really rare even though it gets a ton of or mass shootings uh yeah yeah that's in there too but like murderers if you want to get into military they murder people that's not considered murder it is. is Benghazi considered a murder thing a what it's a I mean if it's a murder it's a Benghazi the whole email thing and what is that 13 minutes 13 hours what's that movie oh i know you're talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well that movie 13 hours I, what yeah, i was yeah. saying is i feel like you most people, people are not murdering to just murder they're murdering for like a reason for a fucked up reason but like gang violence there's a lot of murder in that yeah and i mean Jax teller sons of anarchy he probably killed like 150 people in his life. Dude, I'm just saying <laughs> we're gonna share out this link because this is insane. They have like a whole calculation of why they you run past 36 murderers in your life. Really? Yeah, like on an average, you meet 26.2 new people per day. There's yeah, but what if you people walk in, through in a jail? World, you're going by how many murders? You live so many days, and you're so yeah, it's nuts. Okay, we'll share out this. Link. Okay, that's that's a little. Uh, we'll post today. on our website. That's a good transition. GarageBeersPodcast.com. You can listen to all of our episodes there. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So do us a favor. Listen to us once, hear the content, and then like the next day, just like open up Apple Podcasts and just let it play in the background so we get that that view count (laughs) and that listen count up. Right. And and leave us a review. Yes. We will will pull and start reading the the five-star reviews. So uh, go ahead and review us on Apple. But this has been episode five of Garage Beers. Episode six, going to be a doozy. So make sure you tune in. That, hit, up, hit us up on the DMs, questions, things you want us to talk about. Yep. We'd love to talk about it.